Hey y'all, it is I, Raquel Denae of RaquelaDenae.com, military spouse, homeschooling mom, communication stylist, and encouragement extraordinaire. Welcome back to the couch, my friends. I don't know about you, but I'm trying to figure out where has fall gone? I was just preparing for my summer trips. I mean, we've already recapped those, gotten two months into fall, and now I'm staring at my 37th birthday in the face, like 36.95 for real. Something about COVID and quarantine completely threw off how I see time. But you know what? We're still here with a new day and new mercies, and that's going to be enough. So today on the couch, I want to talk to you about getting clear. You know, this is the time of year that everybody makes uh, vision boards. They write down the things that they want to accomplish by the end of the year, and then they get to work doing them. Or they get to work procrastinating and thinking all the things they should do. Now, I live somewhere in between those two worlds, but I've also, in preparation for my birthday and in the reflective mode that I kind of get into naturally every year, have been asking myself some questions. And the other day, a really good friend of mine said, if you woke up tomorrow with all the money in the world, would you be happy? And my question back was, does everything in my life stay the same? Everything else is exactly the same, except I wake up tomorrow with 10 figures in my account. And as I thought about that, it only took me like 30 seconds to say it wouldn't matter to me. I don't know about y'all, but the things I struggle with, money can't fix. If that was the case, I'd have three or four jobs and be out here paying off all the things. Now, money will pay for therapy. And we'll pay for things that assist me in getting to where I really, truly desire to be. But having all the money in the world wouldn't change my circumstance. I can be honest and admit the majority of the things I struggle with start in my mind. The mental warfare that I kind of condition myself to go through as a child. Those are things that I am actively working to dismantle and unlearn and replace with true faith. And it is not easy. Y'all, let me tell you, it ain't easy. You know, people will say things like, you know, faith and and doubt can't abide together. Um, Yes, they can. Her name's Raquilla Danae. Now, I might not doubt long because the the Holy Spirit is going to snatch my neck and get me back together. But we're human. And sometimes we will reflect on experiences we've had instead of going straight to faith. And God wants us to have expectation of him that what we ask According to his will, in his son's name, he will say yes to. And oftentimes we get the answers to our prayers and be surprised like, what? When really we should have just been waiting on it at the door. But getting clear requires us to be honest with ourselves. And again, your girl, (laughs) as honest as I can be with other people, I struggle with being honest with myself sometimes. Case in point, there are some days I want to buy. 40 acres and build a community with my family and closest friends. And we all live together and we grow our own food and we just exist in our own little colony of joy and peace. Okay. But then there are also some days that I just want to like be able to call up a private jet and leave the country for a couple of days, because let's just be honest. Sometimes America gets to wilding. 
And because there are so many things to see in this world, I would love the ability to just up and leave. But those two lifestyles don't necessarily coexist. The community urban farmer and the jet set lifestyle are totally opposing of each other to an extent. Now, can you bridge them and marry them together? Absolutely. Does that take thought and preparation? Of course. Have I done any of that? No. There are some days where I'm like, these two kids and homeschooling are more than I can manage. Lord Jesus, give me the strength. And then there are some days that I miss being pregnant so much that like my uterus aches. There are some days that I think to myself, oh, what if I just had two more or maybe a boy or what that would be like? Can those things be mutually exclusive? I mean, you're either going to be happy with two or open for more. Have I done any planning for the concept of what that looks like? Y'all, no. But it's that lack of clarity that is my stumbling block. I'm a creative. I'm a dreamer. I'm an encourager. Just the other day, as I was talking to a friend of mine and we were discussing our legacies, I said to her, I want my legacy in this world to be that the people I came in contact with left so encouraged that they felt capable to do whatever it is they shared with me that they wanted to do. And she's looking at me through our FaceTime call and was like, girl, please stop it. That's what you do. She said, if I said I wanted to go to the moon, you're going to ask me a couple of questions. But when that conversation's over, I'm going to start telling people I'm going to the moon because you told me I could because you sowed the seeds of faith in me that gave me the belief I needed to get to the moon. See, I'm the perfect hype man. You need a wingman, call your girl. You need a boost of encouragement, a cheerleader, baby, varsity all day long. What's the school colors? I'm showing up with a custom cheer. But sewing that back into myself is my struggle. Even with the podcast, y'all, I've had some amazing visions of how I want Mommy Couch Confessions to grow and what I want it to become and how I want to use it to serve. Have I been actively putting those things into place? Not consistently. But what I'm finding in this season of my life is as I begin to recognize my lack of clarity, I also hear the Lord saying, do the work. And he's sending my people who usually want to comfort me and coddle me and my folly. They like, yeah, nah, sis, do the work. That what you're entertaining is foolishness. This, what you're focused on is a waste of time. All these ideas you have over here are phenomenal, but you're doing nothing with them. And I can't run from the truth anymore. I can't. But just because we stop running from something doesn't mean anything changes, right? Like if there's a dog chasing me and I'm running 90 to nothing down the street, just because I stop running doesn't mean the dog is going to stop chasing me. Just because I run to my house, if I don't unlock the door, the dog is going to catch me anyway. It's so important that we get clear and not for the sake of end of year resolutions or new year resolutions. Every day is a miracle. So many of us know people who have not made it this far. I think this entire pandemic has brought the reality of how precious life really is. We've been in positions where we're sitting literally in our homes, hearing about death, seeing death, seeing tragedy, watching it all over the media, taking these things in. And I don't know about you, but there was a time where instead of allowing it to make me more aware 
of whatever time I have left and being productive with it, I felt bad and sad and heavy. But the reality is, y'all, this ain't the dress rehearsal. These years are passing. I remember being younger and looking at my mom at the age I am now thinking, oh, she's old. And honey, just like that, here I am looking 37 in the face, but with joy. So now it's time to get clear. Most of my friends, well, not most, but a large part of my inner circle, we are 1983, 1984 babies. I've got four or five really close sisters and we were all born the same year. And we have this running joke because I have one whose birthday's in January, March, June, November, a couple of us in November. And I used to always joke growing up, well, if we died of chronological age, y'all would die first. And they would all, oh, you're calling us old. Well, now as I think about it, that means I would be like the last one left standing. And so what we've done over the years to sort of encourage each other through the aging process is my girls will hit me up and be like, look, 35, get ready. Listen, 36, you thought 35 was rough? Let me tell you about 36. Let me tell you how you're going to come into your, let me tell you how I came into my womanness. Let me tell you how I'm no longer allowing this, that, or the other. The boundaries get stronger. The expectations get more realistic. And now my sisters are like, listen, we're staring at 38. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, I'm not even 37 yet. And they're like, look, just catch up, but get clear because it's coming. So what is it that you intend to do? And then be intentional about that. If it's serving, serve. Parenting, parent. Relationship, relate. Business, grow it. Podcast, do it. But continuing to be wishy-washy, listen, I've been saying it for years. Your 20s are for potential. Your 30s, progress. Everybody has potential. That doesn't fade with age, but at some point we have to put some works to that faith. And let me just ask, have you ever started a project with the greatest of intentions, but didn't have it completely mapped out? And then when it started costing you more or requiring more energy than you were really prepared to give, you were ready to quit? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Story of my life. I say yes to these things because I think, oh, it's easy or I can just coast right through it. Honey child, sugar foot. Let me tell you, I get knee deep into that thing. And I'm like, I thought this was going to be a two hour project that cost me $12. And here we are five weeks later and $80 in. And if I quit now, now I've wasted my time and money. That's what's so important about being clear. So I challenge you and I challenge you because I'm doing it myself. So really, this is more like outward accountability. Get clear about what you want. If your goal is to pay off debt, how much money will that take? Like down to the cent. Divide that out per month. What would you have to pay per month? Divide that out by week. Get crystal clear. If your goal is to obtain a degree, what schools have the degree that you want? What is the application fee? What are the deadlines? Get all the requirements. Do the things, y'all. Because I'm telling you, 
And excuse me, because I'm getting a bit choked up. I have so many loved ones that probably had plans for the holiday season this year. And they no longer live on this side of heaven. There are so many people that I've known in my life who had talked about growing old, who are no longer living. We think we have all the time in the world. And maybe each of us has another 30, 40, 60 years. But we don't know that. And it's not promised. And the condition we may be in for those 30, 40, or 60 years could be altered in the blink of an eye. So while you have your health and your strength and the capabilities and the resources and the time, get clear, be intentional about your life. Because even as mothers, our children are watching. We can have the best to-do lists in the world. We can have the most perfectly curated calendars full of activities and projects and trips. But if they don't see us doing things that are fulfilling to us, if they don't see us have joy as we prepare, plan, and execute in those experiences, then what are we really teaching them? To just go about their days and weeks and years of life, putting things up and checking them off to say it's done, I've accomplished it? That's not, that's not a life. So if it is your intention to spend more time with your girlfriends, make the group chat and book the brunch and go to a place where you have to put down a deposit to reserve a table. So then you're invested. If your goal is to fit into that outfit in your closet, honor yourself where you are today and find it in a bigger size and then wear it. If your goal is to give, look at your bank account, see what you have that you can use as a blessing and do it. I'm going to put my vulnerability out there a little bit. When I think about this podcast, I get emotional. What I thought was going to be just an opportunity to share my voice has turned into an international work of love. Like for real. This podcast has been downloaded in, I think, as to date, 11 countries. I don't even know people in these countries. I don't know how the reach has gotten to where it is, but I'm grateful for it. There are so many people that I want to be able to interview. There are so many conversations I want to have. And y'all, there are also still some days where I'm like, I don't feel like recording. And I allow my emotions to take over and cause stagnation and procrastination. When I first started, there were weekly episodes. And in this season of life, we're every two weeks because that's what works. But as you get clear about what you want, let me just give you a little bit of clarity about what I see. Now, I don't have the answers for every area of my life. Ooh, child. Some of those things I've just had to lay at the altar at the feet of Jesus and let him have it. I cannot. And like they say on the internet, if I try to do it, I'm probably going to be in jail. So I'm just going to lay those at his feet. But as far as mommy couch confession goes, I want to build a community of mothers who, wherever they are on their journey of motherhood, parenting, life, that they feel empowered and encouraged after they hear my voice. I want you all to leave these minutes that you've invested in listening to me feeling like you can, like you're not alone. I want you to feel seen. I want you to know that even in your darkest hour, there's always light. 
that you are worthy to be the one that our father will leave the 99 for. I want your dreams to feel so attainable after you get through listening that nothing can stop you. I want to host live gatherings. I want to host retreats. I want to interview some of the most prolific women that I see in motherhood. And not all of these people are celebrities, but women who have raised phenomenal children. And by phenomenal, I mean those who have a heart to give, who dedicate their lives to being authentic in who they are, those who serve. I want to create, I struggle to even say it, for a split second, I even thought I would edit this out. Do you see what I mean, y'all? This is not easy. I want to create a brand where women not just feel empowered, not just have nice things, not just buy more things and convince themselves their investments because it makes them feel good on the outside. But I want to build a brand based in community that glorifies the goodness of what happens when we believe in our worthiness, not for who we are as mothers, not for what we do as partners, but simply because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. I want to create hope that even in the hardest of days, you're still doing a great job. You still are a phenomenal woman. With Mommy Couch Confessions, want to be the connection that brings together people who may not have otherwise known that there was someone else who knew their struggles. We are imperfect people. And sometimes creating clarity is difficult. When you've had to battle through mud and muck, when you've had to live through darkness, when you've survived trauma, when you've experienced loneliness, the concept of better or best sometimes looks like existing another day. I'm with you. I know that feeling, but I don't want you to live there forever. There were so many people who helped me realize that staying there is not what I was created for. And so as you get clear, you might get triggered. You deal with it as it comes. As you get clear, you might get discouraged. You might even feel disappointed. But let me tell you something. The saddest place in the entire world is the graveyard because there are so many books buried underneath that dirt, so many talents and gifts the world will never know or see, gone forever. We can't make any one person do anything. And sometimes it will feel impossible to push ourselves to even do one more thing. But find that thing that brings you joy, that comes naturally. Sit down with it. Even if you don't use it to generate income or practice it every day, allow that to remind you of all that you are capable of doing. Get clear on what you want. If you woke up tomorrow with everything you wanted, every dream fulfilled, every prayer answered, what would that look like? Write it down. Doesn't matter how audacious it seems. Honey, get all the audacity you can find. Maybe go to Costco, then swing by Sam's and get a little bit more. Have the unmitigated goal to see your life exactly the way you want it to be. And then let's work backwards to see if we can start making the steps to get there. I'm a firm believer that God would not give a vision that could not be attained. Because see, the last time I checked, 
he worked in the exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. So no matter what you come up with, he has more. He holds in his hand, just like the king's heart, and he turns it like the rivers of water. But he can't turn it in a way that is beneficial to you if he doesn't even know where you're trying to go. Y'all, we're going to get through this and we're going to get real clear real soon because we owe it to ourselves. This is our life we're living. You get one chance at this thing. You're not going to always get it right. We are not going to always get it right. But there's so much beauty in trying. So that's it, y'all. Let's get on this couch and get clear. And let me tell you, that was a big task I just put out there. But trust, you're not doing it alone. I am too. There can be accountability on both ends of this. Let me know what you want to get clearer on so we can hold each other accountable because we're in this together. You're not in this alone. And the prayers of the righteous avail as much. So if you truly believe in your heart, we're just going to call it done. Whew. I don't know about you, but now instead of letting that little pep talk wear off, I got to get to work. So until next time, see y'all.